Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Dalton Wagner in the Zone is brought to you by Reliance Bank. The super senior right tackle is part of an offensive line that paved the way for the top rushing attack in the Power Five last year. Reliance Bank opened its doors in 1965, and although they may be growing, they're still the institution you've trusted for years. Just like K.J. Jefferson can rely on Dalton Wagner, you can rely on us at Reliance Bank. All right, let's bring him in. Dalton, good morning, sir. How you doing this morning? Buddy, I'm great. Sun came up, and, uh, well, so did I, so it's all good. Could be worse, for sure. Let's uh, let's talk about last weekend. And I, I tell you what, I like consistency, Dalton, but I hate redundancy. But I'm going to be redundant for a moment. I've been saying this for, like, three days now. Saturday played out kind of like we thought it would. You guys were clearly the better team against Auburn. They're dealing with some off-season stuff or off, off-field stuff, and obviously they made a move after you guys beat them down the other day. Um, you ran the ball really well in the second half especially, and uh, the defense did what they needed to do and probably had one of their best games in a month, at least, if not the whole darn season. Did you kind of get what you expected going in? Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we, knew, we knew the first half was going to be a slugfest, you know, like – Everyone's talking, oh, man, Auburn, Auburn's down this year, Auburn's this. But what people don't realize is that Auburn still has Auburn talent, if that makes sense. Yeah. Especially their front step between the D-line and their linebackers. They're still a very elite team. So we knew it was going to be a slugfest going into it, you know. But um, that first half, you know, it's kind of like, all right, let's see how they're going to play things. See how it's going to come out because it, it's a, it was a make-or-break game for them, obviously, as a whole We'll probably do that of how, how things are going to pan out. So, you know, we were expecting them to probably uh, fire some random stuff kind of coming at us, you know, between nickels or safeties and even bringing down some real rap stuff off of things. And, you know, it was to see how we could do it. And once we saw, you know, what they were going to do, once they threw everything at us that they could, we did what we had and knew what we wanted to do in the second half. And that's when we really opened up the run game and opened up what we wanted to do. And I think I think after that second half, like you said, that, that rushing attack took over and made a lot of things work for us. I hate to not give credit, and I'm sure you can probably tell me where it came from, but I saw a video yesterday, I don't even know where, somewhere on social media. That's a problem. I watch too much content. But you were describing the long run by Rocket, and you were talking about his patience. I don't remember. If you want to credit who it was, that's cool. Um, but you were talking about how he set up the run and, and, and what led to that big run for him. Yeah, I think that was Hogs Plus. I did a I did a film film breakdown with them. Next uh, Kyle had me do Parkinson, our media guy. But um, yeah, you know, Rockets run was it, it, it's truly amazing. It was awesome to see him break out that run because we've seen it kind of coming into it when we were coming out. It was like, all right, man, we're on our five yard line right now. Like this is going to be, they're going to have to throw something at us here. So we called, you know, a more of a protected run kind of down there, which is what you would want to do in a situation like that because it's such a blitz-heavy situation being backed up because, you know, there's not much that they can lose there. And so Luke did a great job. Luke and Bax on that left side did a great job of, you know, prying it open, what we needed to do. We muddled it up enough on the inside for him to be patient. We are, I think it was two yards, and he made that cut off of the line of scrimmage. So we pushed him back a good ways, and then Hazelwood on the edge was really the unsung hero of that whole play. You know, he was a he could have given up blocking on the perimeter there, but he didn't. He, he blocked him long enough for Rockets to score by, and he made it all the way down. I thought he was just scoring it though. Hmm. Yeah, we did too. Was it so? It was designed to go outside. 
No, it was designed to go inside. The rocket patience is what made it was what made it happen. And and, and Lucan backing blocking on that front side between the left tackle and the tight end is what really made it spill. Because we were driving it up the middle, and you could see Rocket get behind us. He's popping his feet, popping his feet, popping his feet. You know, nothing's really there in the middle. But we still have two or three yards on the play. And then he's like, all right, screw this. And he takes it outside <laughs> and finds a hole there. Dalton, there have been a couple times this year where I thought you guys uh, failed to kind of put your foot on a team's neck and put them away. Cincinnati, South Carolina. And I was afraid that was about in a and there, I was afraid it was about to happen at Auburn. It's 14-3. They kind of get back into it. And in that third quarter, you guys did it. You you stepped on their neck. You put them away. What was the difference? Was there uh, was that uh, maybe something that was talked about in the locker room? Let's get let's, let's put this team away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Coach Pittman came in the locker room at halftime. Um, pretty pretty upset because it's a, you know the score shouldn't have been what it was. You know. We weren't doing what we needed to be doing on offense, and uh, defense is still playing a, a really good game at that point. But we, we we should have been putting a lot more points on the board offensively. So he kind of challenged us. He's like, "Hey, he's like, you guys need to take this game over. You need to take this over. Like, we're gonna put it put it put it on what the offense is gonna do here." And I, I told the offense at halftime too. I'm like, "We've had too many MAs, too many penalties that killed a lot of things." I'm like, "This is a chance we have now to go steal the game." And Pitt challenged the whole team. He's like, "Win the third quarter." So this is what we need to do, win the third quarter. And I think that's exactly what we went out and did. No doubt. You put it away in the third quarter. Can you put your finger on it, pinpoint? What What do you think maybe it's happened in the past that where you haven't been able to take advantage and, and put the game away? Um, with South Carolina, um, I think that, like, putting – I mean, we I can't remember how many points we scored South Carolina. I can't remember what it was, but – there was a point in there where we were just we were scoring a lot, scoring a lot, scoring a lot, and it just it, it felt like that we just couldn't we couldn't ever just put enough on the board to finish it off. But uh, I couldn't I couldn't really tell you where that would come from. But it's been an emphasis from our coaches on what we needed to do, and with winning that third quarter is probably the biggest part of that. Talking to Dalton Wagner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's all brought to you by our friends at Reliance Bank. This week is a game with Liberty that I think for fans, since they're in the top 25, has become increasingly interesting, intriguing, attractive, however you want to you know say it. And I think uh, the crowd will be great since you guys are playing at a, kind of a midday game too, which is really nice. Um, I'm assuming even before they had a number in front of their name, you guys were not taking this team lightly. Yeah, absolutely. You're right with that. We knew, I mean, Liberty is a team. They, uh, Coach Pitt kind of equated it to Liberty being like us in kind of like 2020 and 2021 where they're scrappy. They're going to try to punch you in the mouth, like right off the gate as they're going. They're going to try to be the most physical team on the field. You know, they're well-coached. They're well-disciplined. They do what they need to do. And, like, you see, there's, there's some similarities there. And just, like, they want to win at any means necessary. Like, they don't know how to lose. They want to win at all costs. And, you know, that's, that makes a team very dangerous, you know, no matter what conference they play in, no matter what they're doing. You know, you have a team like that, it makes it very dangerous. They're obviously incredibly talented. And, you know, them being ranked even puts even more of an emphasis on on what we have to do now this weekend, too. You know, their strength of their defense is in that front four and really the front seven. You know, they got a really, really good D-line. You know, they're, they're, they're disruptive. They move a lot. We do a lot of things to try to sign the up runners and passes too. You know they're, they're number four in the country in sacks right now, so it's a big it's a big challenge for the O line this week to make sure we can get on the same page that what we need to do and 
create holes and protect when we need to. Anything they're doing that's unique other than loading the box as far as stopping the run? That was something West pointed out and digging through the numbers. They've been really good against the run this year. Yeah. Um, where they where they do pretty good is they do a lot of these push games that kind of come out of it. Cincinnati did it a little bit against us, and uh, Missouri State did it against us as well, too. You know, it's when you got some teams like that, you know, that they're they're faster guys on the interior like that, they're going to try to twist a lot on you. And so we're going to have to be ready to pick up these twists and these blitzes when they try to do it. Do they remind you of anybody? Yeah, honestly, they remind me of Cincinnati a lot. You know, just how scrappy they are and how, how much they want to win. You know, none of them, like, none of them have any dead motors. Like, they're all, every single play, they're trying as hard as they can to fight, claw, scratch to win the rep. None of them taking plays off. You know, it's, I, I can't speak highly enough about that defense. You know, it's, it's very hmm. impressive watching them on film. When I uh, look at Hugh Freeze, what you've been around long enough. Hugh Freeze, what does that mean to you in his time at the SEC level? Yeah, I wasn't – I wasn't. In, I don't think I was in college when he was in the SEC, but obviously watching it through high school and stuff, you know, he's he's an elite coach, you know, and there's, there's one thing I know is that he's going to have his guys ready to play for sure, you know, especially coming back into the SEC as the head coach, Liberty, he's going to be – he's going to want to make a statement win, and this is a win for a program. And this is a win for them that can, you know, be program changing in what they're doing. And so it's it's imperative that we make sure our team's locked in. We know what's going to go on, and you know, I know our team's not taking them lightly. And we're we're very very serious in our preparation right now. Rocket was the SEC uh, co-offensive player of the week with all those running yards. Heck, we even had the uh, special teams player of the week with Bauer, the punter. Uh, there have been a lot of awards. What's going on with the SEC and the offensive lineman of the week? When when are, when are you or one of your teammates going to get that? I mean, you're blocking for one of the best running backs in the SEC. Are y'all getting a little ticked off about that? No, we're not. We're not. It's O line's unique, you know. We're not we're not worried about this, those individual awards. The one the one we have our sights set on is trying to get the Joe Moore Award, which is the best O line in college football. That's that's one that we're really focused on that we're trying to do because we know the better we play, obviously, the better we help our team, and the better our team does, the better chance we have of trying to win an award like that. But this is two years in a row now. We're on the we're on the list for it, so we got to make sure you know we play hard. But we're we're happy to see Rocket get Player of the Week. Um, kind of wish there wasn't a co in front of it, but <laughs> happy that he's got player of the week regardless, and we're even more happy that he had 1,000 yards. That's, that's, that's what we're probably the most happy about. Dalton, this is completely off the wall. Work with me on this. Um, we finally have gotten the scoop on what happened with DK Metcalf in week one when he was carted off because he had to use the bathroom. And <laughs> i got to be honest, in all my years of competing, going back to Little League, I don't remember ever having to go to the bathroom during a game before now maybe i hit the bathroom when it was halftime or something like that but in the middle of a game never happened to me did you ever have a situation like that or do you have a teammate a story where that happened and it caused an issue or you guys had to to change personnel groups or anything not that i can think of i'm, I'm the same way you are i was i was always able to wait till halftime to be good with that but yeah that was that was definitely a unique thing but i, I can't remember a teammate ever, have, ever having an issue like that at least a teammate that wasn't able to wait until halftime for that. But, yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. I See, I was always so nervous before games that I was definitely going to be in the bathroom before we ever went out there. So there was there was not much yeah. more to do before we got out there. That's way TMI, I realize. Wes is like, okay, enough already. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the, the story is crazy, and I can't wait to play the clip for our listeners. We'll try to do it after the break. Because not only was that part of the story, but he also told a story about a coach that worked with Pete Carroll 
and uh, it gets even worse from there. So I'm going to share that coming up in a minute. But anyway, we'll let you go. Good luck this week. I think the crowd is going to be absolutely on fire. Um, if I remember correctly, let me double check here on the weather. It doesn't look like we're going to have maybe the best of situations up there. There's a little uh, variance on the weather. I saw yeah. one of the guys here said that they, he thinks it's going to be gone and the weather the time app, kicks off. Yeah, weather app shows sunny in 61 now. So actually, actually perfect football weather this weekend. So hopefully a great crowd. Oh, let me ask you one last thing. Sorry. Uh, they announced LSU at 11 a.m. for the next week. Do you guys care about kickoff times? You know, I'm going to give you the football answer. Uh, no, you know, give me the Dalton honest know, answer. We don't talk about kickoff times, but yeah, I, I we were a little upset about it because we haven't we haven't played a night game in Fayetteville since uh, an SEC night game in Fayetteville since Tennessee back in 2020 in the mm-hmm. COVID year, and mm-hmm. you know I think guys were hoping, especially for the boot and doing all that, it would have been a nice 6 p.m. game. But at the end of the day, roll the ball out there. You know, no matter what time it is, we play four in the morning. We'll be ready to go. But I, I, I think I'd be lying if I said guys weren't remiss that we didn't didn't get a later kick for that one. See, that's a great answer because you give me the football answer and the honest answer all in one fell swoop. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a promise, Dalton, right now. Okay. If they if they give you guys another early start for the old Miss game, mm-hmm. I will personally on the air call the conference office and raise hell. I promise you. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's hope that doesn't come to pass. I don't want to have to yell at the commissioner, but I'll do it if I have to. And I'm here for you. All right, buddy. Good luck this week. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Go Hawks. All right. Dalton Wagner. Thank you, Reliance Bank. Appreciate you. Always a blast having him on.